Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Holistic Hotties. I am so glad you're here. I am recording on a Friday evening with a glass of red wine, fresh off the phone, talking to Nana. (laughs) It has been quite the wholesome evening. And I thought, this is the day. Today's the day I'm recording the podcast. It's very like spontaneous when I decide to do so. It's like, when am I going to do it? I know it's going to be before Monday, but who knows? (laughs) And it's right now. So this is something, a topic today that has been percolating in my body for, I think, the last three days. And I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, do I talk about this on the podcast or you know, is there something else that's going to come through? And it just stays there. It's just been there and remained there. So I'm talking about it. This is what it's going to be this week. And it is all about signs and tests and essentially communication with higher power or with more choreographed knowing, right? And so This has kind of been the theme in every class I've taught this week too, which has been really cool because the way that's translated into yoga practice is becoming discerning about the subtleties and nuances of these poses in our body and tuning into where the strength lives, where the power lives in these poses in each individual body. However, I digress. (laughs) The reason that was the theme of all of my classes is because this week has been crazy in terms of how many signs and tests have presented themselves to me, which is cool, you know? (laughs) And so I want to talk more about this because I think it's easy to disregard things that present themselves to us in our lives, aka signs or tests, we can disregard those as, you know, coincidence and luck or chaos. You know, like we can very easily just disregard, move past and continue on with our way, continue on with what we believe, with what we know to be quote unquote true for us, right? Or we can slow down and notice what is happening in our lives. Notice what is being mirrored back to us. Notice what is presenting itself as legitimately like laying the stone for us to walk on a path that is more aligned, that is more conducive to our authentic self and our highest self coming into form. And so, you know, it's this relatively simple concept of opening our freaking eyes and being discerning 
and believing that there is guidance for us. And this concept has also been showing up a lot in most of the books I've been reading. I mentioned this in a couple podcasts back, The Divine Matrix, I just finished by Greg Braden. And there's a huge chunk of that book that's devoted to discussing how everything we experience is essentially a mirror for us. It's one of those things that is hard to swallow, right? It's like, okay, how is this situation a mirror to me? So-and-so is the worst, or this job absolutely sucks. You know, like, how was this a mirror for me? Because I'm awesome, right? It's very much a hard pill for our ego to swallow that what we're experiencing and the dynamics that we find ourselves within are legitimately mirrors for us. Like, it is reflecting back to us our beliefs, our frequency, our vibration. It is what is in resonance with where we are on our journey. Those dynamics, those people, those opportunities, those experiences, they are what we are calling in, essentially. It's what we are creating in that moment. And that can be a very hard pill to swallow. And I speak from experience because if there's anything in your life that you want to be different or you are calling in something that you do not have yet in this material world. Yeah, there's a reason for it, right? Like we're all on our journey and it's all in divine timing, but there's a reason that we are not attracting, that we are not in resonance with what we quote unquote want. And so this week has been, or I guess I'll say the last few weeks, like this year, ever since this year started, like January, there have just been so many tests, which are essentially opportunities to change my behavior and choose differently and respond differently and not settle. And while these tests are continuously presenting themselves over and over and over again, complementing these tests are many, many signs. And what's crazy is like the more that I devote myself to my practices, the more I'm consistent with my meditation and yoga practices, the more I'm able to discern the energetics behind certain signs. Okay, so I'll talk a little bit more about what I mean by signs, right? It's not like a burning bush out of nowhere, right? That's like a Bible reference. (laughs) Or you know, like a neon arrow pointing at a single person or like a pack of wolves all walking across the street at one time. You know, it's like nothing that blatant because they're subtle vibrations. They're subtle collisions of energy that are there to illuminate the path for us, right? Like as you continue to walk down your path, different lights shine as you get closer to illuminate the next turn, the next curve. However, it's very easy to stray. It's very easy to miss the light completely and walk in your own direction, walk in a direction that feels more comfortable, that feels more known, that feels safer in that moment because it's not the unknown. It's not different than what we've ever done or experienced before. So these signs are subtle. And I guess not all the time. Sometimes the signs are obvious. They are equivalent to like a burning bush out of nowhere. But most of the time, they're subtle. They're these subtle 
winks and nudges and little love pats of like, yeah, you are on the right path. You're going the right way. Keep going. Don't give up. Keep moving towards this because it's an alignment. It's a way for you to express your authentic self. It's a way for you to share your gifts. It's a dynamic that will lead you to the next season, the next chapter of your life. It's it's for you. That's all signs are. They're basically showing you. It's for you. Where you're going, what you're doing is right. And when I say right, I don't mean like there's a right and a wrong way to do anything. That was another thing I wanted to talk about potentially this week of like, there's no right way to do literally anything, anything. So I don't mean right like that. I mean, right in a way that is aligned. Think about it. All of the permutations of reality that have to collide in a single moment to create your exact experience all of the timings in the day and every single individual's lives that conspired for you to end up in the same Uber or for you to run into so-and-so at the coffee shop. You know, like think about all of the coordination of those timelines And, you know, some people might believe that, that it's all chaos, that it's all random, that it's literally just like a random generator spitting out life. However, that's not what I choose to believe because of the way that there is science that says differently. (laughs) And I just know it in my being to be true, but legitimately there's science that proves differently. Read The Divine Matrix by Greg Braden. I beg of you. (laughs) And then that comes to tests. That is where tests come in in your life. You're always going to be tested. The universe is not just like, great. Okay. You feel good today. You're happy. Awesome. Here are all the things you want. You know, that just like is not how it works. We have to move through this journey, move through what we're meant to learn and choose to step into higher self-worth, choose to step into more of our truth of our limitlessness and our power and our worth. So what the universe will do is like, okay, great. You've done the work. You you think you're ready? Like you, you believe that you're worthy. Great. I'm going to test you. I'm going to give you a carrot. I'm going to dangle it on a stick and I'm just going to wag that thing in front of you. Are you going to take it? Are you going to settle for something that you know is not aligned that, you know, doesn't tickle your fancy, if you will, that can be a job that can be an apartment that can be a suitor that can be a friend, you know, like that can be anything that can be somebody asking you to do something for them and you having to put up a boundary, you know, like there are tests can present themselves in so many ways, but essentially all they are is a way for us to communicate to the universe that, yeah, we've learned, we know our worth. We will not settle for toxicity or this dynamic or what is not aligned anymore. We won't do it. We won't do it. And that's when we become magnetic. That's when we attract. And so what this podcast specifically comes down to, what this episode is about is slowing down to notice the communication with you all the time. 
slow down, open your eyes and look at what is being presented to you. Look at what you're being served, if you will, and then how you can respond energetically in a way that communicates your highest self-worth, your highest self, your truth. So I want to give a couple examples. However, I don't want to like implicate anybody in this process (laughs) because I don't know who listens to this podcast, you know, I'll give some broad examples. Okay. So like, this is a big one. This was a big one of, I, I knew right away. Well, not right away, but I knew it was a test pretty soon after I got it. Essentially an ex lover of mine presented an opportunity in my life for us to reconnect and it touched on a really deep wound of my finances. And that was kind of the carrot on the stick of like, Oh, we can potentially reconnect And I'll be making money from this opportunity. Okay, cool. It's not about connecting with him. It's about making money. So that's okay. And so my impulse was to create that connection again, reach out, say, yes, I'll do it. And then within minutes, I could feel it in my body. I kind of slowed down and thought about it. And I was like, you know what? This really doesn't feel good. This does not feel good in my body. Uh Uh-uh. And so I rescinded my offer. I essentially was like, no, I'm not in a place that this feels good for me to be like around you or wanting to be around you. So I'm not going to be able to do this. And the way I knew it was a test is because A, it played on such a vulnerable part of me, my relationship with abundance and financial security. And so like, that's how you can typically tell it's a test or at least a big test is when, yeah, it plays on something that, or it activates something that is so deep, a deep wound, a deep insecurity, a deep yearning of yours. And one of mine is, you know, financial abundance, financial security. And so I knew it was an opportunity or I knew it was a test of, are you going to rationalize essentially recreating this bridge, recreating this portal of communication with somebody that you know is not meant for you, is not aligned with the partnership you seek in order to satiate that need, that wanting of like, you know, the drug of the dance of the avoidant, anxious, chasing, you know, the whole game. Like, are you going to say yes to this dynamic again? Or are you going to say no? Are you going to choose something else? Choose to forgo stepping back into something that makes you feel small. And so I initially said yes. And then I had to rescind my offer about 15 minutes later. I was like, never mind. That was an impulsive response. It doesn't feel good in my body. Good luck. (laughs) You know, and I knew right as I sent that second follow-up resignation that there was a test because it felt so much better in my body to do that. And then throughout the day, I kept getting little winks, little signs, little interactions with people at the grocery store that were little winks of like, yep, you've stepped into the next level. You've up-leveled into a new bracket of self-worth. And it feels great. It's like, yeah, every part of me wanted to scratch that itch. Every part of me wanted to get back into that dance, but I know it doesn't serve me. And until I begin to choose differently, 
for myself, then how can I expect anything in my life to change? And the only way to notice and be able to respond to these tests differently is by slowing down, is by being discerning about how things make you feel in your body, about the truth behind why we do what we do. I think that's a big thing that I've been noticing this week is like every time I get still, every time I come back to my meditation practice and I feel into my body and feel into the energetics behind why I want to do certain things, why I want to pursue certain things, whether that be in my career, whether that be in potential loverships, you know, like whether that be in anything and tuning into the energetics of Am I doing this from a place of proving? Am I doing this from a place of wounding? Am I doing this from a place of fear? Or am I doing this from a place of empowerment, from a place of worth, from a place of a deep, deep reverence and love for myself? Because unless it's the latter, we're going to keep creating the same toxicity and stagnation and dynamics that we don't want in our lives that create that perpetual suffering because in reality like our our suffering is a byproduct of our pace in this world it's a byproduct of moving so quickly of moving towards external validation all of the time and that's not our fault you know like that's literally how we're programmed we're programmed to believe once we become a certain thing, once we achieve a certain lifestyle, once we marry a certain person, once we have a certain number of kids, we'll be happy. We'll achieve some sort of love for ourselves because we've done it. We've we've done the right thing. We made so-and-so proud or whatever it is. When in reality, the joy, the happiness, the awe lives in the present moment, lives in opening our eyes, in being discerning. Like that is the joy. That is the happiness because it's the presence. It's the journey of like, okay, I am moving towards something greater because I am something greater. Like I am moving towards and in pursuit of embodying a gift, embodying some personification of love that is unique to me and my fingerprint and my DNA and my cells. Like it is me that is this unique personification of love. And I'm moving towards embodying that more wholly in this sign and that sign in these tests are all ways of moving us towards that path, getting us there in a way that feels fluid, in a way that feels beautiful, because it is beautiful. It's our journey. It's our life. That's the whole point of it all. To be here, to experience those tests, to experience those winks and relish in knowing that we are slowly uncovering more of ourself in every single day and get to love every single piece that we uncover and every single version of ourselves on that journey in that process of uncovering. And this is important. When we fail a test, for example, 
having compassion for ourself. So in that example I gave, the fact that I initially responded, you know, I was beating up on myself for a little bit. I was like, come on, Kat, like you're better than that. We've done so much work around this. Why would you respond? Like you knew that wasn't in alignment, that wasn't in your power and your worth. Why'd you respond? You know, why'd you do that? And instead of sitting in that shame, instead of marinating in that low self-worth and that you know, reprimanding. I noticed it and like came back to myself and was compassionate and was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, that's how you've operated and that's what has felt safe for your whole life. So an old neural pathway fired, but you know what? You caught it, you caught it and you backtracked and went down a different pathway. Good job, sweetie, great job. You know, and approaching these tests with that kind of compassion, the way that you would pick a one-year-old back up off the floor after they fell down trying to learn how to walk. You know, it's, it's the same as that. Us trying to rewire our brains is the same exact thing as a one-year-old trying to learn how to walk. And we would never reprimand a one-year-old for falling. Would you? Like if you would, I don't know. I don't back that. <laughs> I would say 98% of the population would not. So don't reprimand yourself for living in the conditioning and in the neural pathways that have been there for your whole life. Give yourself grace, give yourself compassion in this process, in this work. And the whole point of all of this work is to get to a place where that compassion for self, that reverence, that deep, deep forgiveness and loving of self is who you are. It's just the way you choose to inhabit your body all of the time. I want to wrap up this episode and summarize it as basically, I want this to be a reminder to you to slow down, spend time in the morning to prepare your mind for the day. To me, that's meditation. But find stillness in the morning to prepare yourself for the day, to step into presence, to inflate with presence as you move through every interaction, as you move through the world. And as these opportunities, as these tests present themselves to you as portals for us to step into a greater self-worth, step into a higher version of self, to up-level Approach them with curiosity, approach them with with compassion, approach them with grace if you find yourself repeating old behaviors. It's okay. The test will come back. It will look different, but it will come back and you'll have another opportunity. And it's part of the journey, failing tests, because we're not ready. We're not capable. We're not receptive to learn yet. And it takes all of us our own amount of time. It takes all of us our unique divine timing to get to the point where we are. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are on the journey. You are on the journey of discovering self and falling deeply in love with self and honing your intuition and your power and your essence. So I hope this podcast episode helps you move into this day, into this week with that discernment with that curiosity and with that 
openness to hear and see the signs and approach tests and move through tests with compassion. Have a wonderful rest of your week, everybody. I am excited to connect with you next week. I have no idea what we'll be talking about, (laughs) but it will be something around holistic wellness and falling in love with yourself and feeling good naked and all the things. So have a good rest of your week. See you.